Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, we're back. We know you missed us and it's time to get to the juicy part of the Alabama softball top five moments of the year. It's time for number two, Tom Canterbury. Very excited for this. We're now reaching the point where we get the moments that were on everyone's ballot. Well, not not quite. This was on 14 of 15. Who didn't have this on their ballot? I know we're, we're not allowed to discuss who's in the, will, on the committee. I will tell, I, Gray Robertson, will say who it was, and it was I, Gray Robertson. I did not have it on my ballot because I wanted to give some love to a couple other things. And you knew this one thinking, was going to make it. No, I knew this okay. one would make it. Oh, I it was on 14, 14 and 15 ballots. Four little, first place votes. Little voter manipulation. But well, I, I mean, I, I ran the polling. So <laughs> right, right, no you. one's going to find it. Oh, well. Whoops. <laughs> oh, well. Number two on our list is the first inning. Just the first, Just the first inning. inning. is all you need. First inning versus Florida in the Women's College World Series. So let's set the stage a bit, Tom. Okay. We have been... In Oklahoma City, day one, heartbreaker to Oklahoma. Great game, you fall. Day two, you get the break. We went to Top Golf. We went out. We had a great time. Had some dinner, pianos. Right. And really, this is outside of softball. Oklahoma City is an underrated city as far as like there is some really cool stuff that's in Oklahoma City. If you ever get a chance to go, even if it's not for the World Series, if it's just to go to Oklahoma City, there's some really cool things to do. Yeah, great place to eat. Uh, You've got the bombing memorial, which is fantastic and just really cool experience. I highly suggest you go. Absolutely. We had a full day to kind of hang out. Sure. And then we had almost another full day before the Florida (laughs) game because as had been a common theme all year, rain was there. Yeah. And this is before Alabama-Florida. Florida had won the conference title game in the tournament. Alabama swept at Florida. You know, and there was, I think... A lot of publicity on the Gators for right. this, and a lot of people probably thinking Florida was going to win this game. Right, and apparently the selection committee thought so yes. because they ranked Florida fifth ahead of Alabama at eight, despite the fact Alabama won the conference by four games and swept Florida in Gainesville during the regular season, losing a heartbreaker two to one in the conference championship game in the in the conference tournament to Florida. Uh, just part of absurd, the, yeah, just part of the, the farce that was the yes. seating. In case uh, we've procedure. mentioned it, I don't know. not mentioned it, it's farcical. Right. In case you've forgotten. And, and so we go to this. The, this voting thing, that this this was nowhere near no, a farce. That, this uh, is called fairness. Right, 100%. With people that know what they're doing. Yeah, see, there That's you go. typically what committees should go for. Usually how that works. One would hope. Mm-hmm. So this first inning comes hours after it's supposed to. Right. When you look at the audio of the game, it's about seven hours because five of it is just music from Learfield (laughs) and you popping on every 30 minutes or so saying we're still not playing (laughs) right yeah because I have to uh, in in one of those type of situations to pull back the curtain a little bit I have to tell uh, the people at Learfield and anyone listening down our affiliates line because sometimes other uh, stations throughout the state will pick up games especially in in the World Series so I'm telling people down the line every 30 minutes we still don't know when we're playing 
<laughs> so it's basically what, what what I was going going for there. That is the one drawback of Oklahoma City is the during the time of the Women's College World Series, not a great weather time. Not a great weather time. Yeah. So. Not a great we didn't have any tornadoes in Oklahoma City, but no. when we go back this year, who knows what'll happen. Who knows? Right. But so so you're up in the booth and I'm down with the team. And uh, we're playing. This is during Family Feud. Yes, time, we're right. playing Family Feud. Sure. We're playing categories. We're playing some kind of stack word smash game. It's on Game Show Network. I okay, think. I don't know what it's called. Uh, uh, chain Chain Link. Chain Reaction. Chain Reaction. That's it. Yes, That's, I love Boom. that game. That's go. a fun game. And so I wish, I would, I wish I'd have been down there. I know. For that. Well, me too, because <laughs> you would have seen what I saw, and you remember what I came up and said to you. I said. I have. I'm not worried. No, I think Alabama's going to win this game. Team was very loose, very loose, very ready. And I remember I was talking to KB Sides, and she just said, "Gosh, I just want to go." I mean, right. they showed a commercial with Kelly Barnhill, and she said, "I just want to do it. I want to do it now." <laughs> right, we were ready, ready, ready for the from the word go. Yes. Um, and unfortunately, go was you know, a three hour delay, and then we were able to go. Yes. We, uh, I, I think that that's one of the things that this team had this year was the com- camaraderie and that can make as much difference as talent on the field is you know sometimes you can have all this talent but if the team's not g- getting along then you know an event like that is going to tear the team apart right. it? but it seemed like it really galvanized this team yeah and you know to be ready to go you know knowing you had florida coming up knowing that you were if you were to beat florida you'd have to play again probably late that night yeah, and I did want to touch on that because it's not. It didn't make the top five. It really there weren't many moments in the game. The game itself was kind of a moment, right? But you have harped a lot on how you think that beating Arizona later that night, two nothing, is almost more impressive than what Alabama did against Florida earlier that day, right? Because of the circumstances, you know, you were there all day. You you played the one game, and now we sprinted back to the hotel, got something to eat, and then came back, and then to play a totally different game. You know, as, as one, you know, this game was over after the first inning. The Florida game was. You had to finish it out, and it was just a lot of fun. It was great for, for, the, for that. Right. Right. But then, you know, you come back, and now you're playing a, you know, tough, low-scoring pitcher's duel uh, against one of the best offenses in the country, a team Arizona you've you've already played, who's already played you, so they know what you're going to do. So there was uh, – I think that performance was probably more overall impressive because of the circumstances. that, And then everything that was riding on it, you know, you win that game, you get another shot at Oklahoma the next day. Uh, so just see, it was. I thought it was a, an um, impressive performance, and I know one of the things too that we talked about some of the events or moments that didn't make our, make the list. Uh, one event that probably would have made the list or at least been considered would have been what Montana Fouts did against Arizona back in in Tucson yeah. in February. Unfortunately, a lot of the the games in February we don't have the recordings of uh, because of technical issues. But it was a. It, when Alabama went to Tucson and beat Arizona and stayed undefeated after that, I think that was the second week of the season. Second tournament, yeah. Right. It was right after Troy. Right. When that happens, you're like, this Montana Fouts might be pretty good. Yes. I, I'll and, never forget it. Yeah. It was, I think, fourth inning, maybe, in Arizona, combining with some Alabama errors. They get a couple hits. They get runners on second and third. Nobody out. They get a run in. Montana Fouts, three straight strikeouts. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding? Me? <laughs> right. our, I remember I I jumped up and down and yeah. hit the table because we're in the back of an upstairs press box with yeah. no open windows. It's I'm very, sure it was quite a racket for everyone working around us. <laughs> so they were very all the Arizona people were very excited. Yes, hey, yeah. Well, yes, in Collins, Missouri. But <laughs> I knew that moment that Montana Faust was going to be what she was. I did not know at that moment that Alabama would be what they would be. I I thought, wow, great win. Yeah. 
I never would have pictured at that moment that months later mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City, Alabama would be beating Florida 15-3. to Right. And a monster first inning. Right. And you're going to hear the first inning here in a moment, and then what you don't get to hear is possibly my favorite call that I've ever been able to do as the voice of Alabama softball saying, and with that home run by Bailey Hemphill, Alabama leads Florida fifteen to nothing. Mm, I'm going to make that the tag at the end of at the end of the outro, at the end okay. of the episode. That's going to be the tag. Oh, good. So we're closing. On. I like it. I'm a, good I'm call. tech savvy enough. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I don't we know. Can, hopefully it's not a, right. an accidental Chick Fil A commercial, or right? Something <laughs> we can edit all that together uh, because not only it goes up fifteen to nothing, Bailey sets the record for individual home or home runs and RBIs for Alabama. Uh, just this 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 game just had so much. Greatness in it, as I said as well uh, when we were talking last last time. This was what three and a half years of frustration mm-hmm. being finally released feels like and, and sounds like because you know all the credits, Kelly Barnhill. She you know she made us this way. Yeah, it's her <laughs> she fault, did this. right? But I mean, she she was great. She was one of the the best college pitchers ever, and you know Alabama had probably more success against her than most people do. But it was still you know it was kind of that that wall that you keep hitting mm-hmm. up against and Alabama broke through it <laughs> in great fashion <laughs> yes. early on shout out to Maris Schroeder you'll hear why in just a bit if you've forgotten about this which if you're listening to this podcast you, you probably, you've heard right. this sure. and or know exactly how this inning plays out but it's time for the number two top five moments of Alabama softball in 2019 number two the first inning just the first just the first first inning versus the Florida Gators in the Women's College World Series Take a listen and maybe jump up and down in your car. Maybe not in your car, but in your living room, because that's what we were doing in yes. press box. Welcome back to OKC, Alabama and Florida. An elimination game here in the Women's College World Series about to get underway as it's the fifth seed Florida Gators, a designated visiting team taking on the eighth seeded Alabama Crimson Tide. Here are the Sealy Realty starting lineup for the Gators, 49 and 17 overall, having dropped a 2-1 decision to Oklahoma State, knocking them here into the loser's bracket. Amanda Lorenz, the first baseman, will lead things off. Kendall Lindemann, the designated player, batting second. Hannah Adams, the second baseman, batting third against Sarah Cornell. And here comes the first pitch from Cornell, and it's high for ball one. Jamie Hoover, the right fielder, bats fourth. Sophia Reynoso, the shortstop, batting fifth. Batting sixth and catching, Jordan Roberts. Jade Carraway, the left fielder, bats seventh. Alex Voss, center fielder, batting eighth. And Hannah Sipos, the third baseman, batting ninth. Sarah Cornell in the circle for Alabama, the right-handed junior from Westbury, New York. Transfer from Hofstra. That pitch is a ground ball to deep second. The backhanded stop made by... Skylar Wallace, she overthrows the bag, but wouldn't have had a chance to get Lorenz anyway, so that's going to be an infield single for Amanda Lorenz to get things started for the Gators here in the first inning. Well, Amanda Lorenz has been hot, obviously, all year long. 625 against Bama in the series this year. 444 in the NCAA tournament, but a single? You're fine with it, honestly. Lorenz is the biggest bat in this lineup. It's now taking care of everybody behind her, including Kendall Lindemann. Kendall Lindemann, the designated player, steps in now. Nobody out and a runner on first, the first pitch. Right in there for a strike, no balls, and one strike. Sarah Cornell on the year with a 2.39 ERA, a 21-1 and record. SEC Pitcher of the Year, 29th appearance and 19th start. She has nine complete games. She's pitched 120 innings. 
The 0-1 is a soft blooper to short. The catch made by Claire Jenkins. And there's one away. 97 hits, 44 runs, 41 of those earned. She's walked 46, struck out 82. Opponents batting 220 against Sarah Cornell in the season. Had a great regular season. Has struggled a little bit here in the postseason. Yeah, postseason ERA at a uh, poor 9-5-5, and that's just because we've seen her once, three and two-thirds against Arizona State in the second game between those two in the Tuscaloosa Regional. Hannah Adams steps in. The first pitch is high and away for ball one. Now, however, Sarah Cornell against Florida this year, seven innings, two hits, one earned run, eight walks, and nine strikeouts. One of her best performances of the year, even with the walks included there, and she's got to be sharp because the rest of the Florida lineup has been a little better in this postseason. The 1-0 pitch to Adams. That one is a one-hopper to third. They'll throw to second to get the lead runner. Almost a miscommunication there between Jenkins and Wallace. I think Scholar was just a touch late getting over there to cover the bag, but she made it in time to get the out. And there's two gone. Yeah, Wallace was playing really deep and far to her left. So it was a longer run for her than Jenkins, but it would have been a tougher catch for Jenkins and just a little bit of a miscommunication. But Skylar Wallace has the speed to make things all right in the end and get out number two. So that brings up Jamie Hoover. The first pitch to her is inside for ball one. So you have Adams reaching on the fielder's choice. Lorenz retired on the fielder's choice. So with two outs, the Gators have a runner on first, and Tim Walton now calling timeout and calling everyone over, the on-deck batter, the runner on first, and Jamie Hoover to have a conversation. This was an opportunity to give you the defensive alignment for Alabama. First-team defense out there once again. Schroeder in left, Brown in center, sides in right. Morgan at third, Jenkins at short, Wallace at second, Hemphill at first, and Reagan behind the plate. Tracy Lake is the home plate umpire. Cameron Ellison at first, Naomi Erdahl at second, and Mike Bartling at third. Now the 1-0 pitch to Hoover is swung on and missed. One ball and one strike on Jamie Hoover, the junior, who's batting 247, 41 of 166, 28 runs scored, five doubles, three triples, seven homers, and 33 runs driven in. One for 10 this year against Alabama, six for 22 with five runs driven in in the NCAA tournament. The 1-1 pitch, rise ball, swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes. And against Oklahoma State was 0 for 3. Florida had six hits on Oklahoma State. The difference was 1 for 13 with runners on base, Tom, and 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. Very similar to the numbers we saw Florida have in the regular season series between these two back in Gainesville. The 1-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. Got her with the rise. And Sarah Cornell sprints off the diamond to high-five 70 Van Brekel pro throw in the west of this Alabama team as she gets out of the first inning without allowing a run. No runs on a hit, no errors. One runner left on base. We played a half inning. It's 4 to nothing. Alabama coming to bat here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Nearfield IMG College. We head to the bottom of the first inning. Florida nothing, Alabama coming to bat. Here's the Sealy Realty starting lineup for the Alabama Crimson Tide. The starters are presented by Sealy Realty. With over 9,000 apartments, Sealy Realty is the next home for you. Start your apartment search at SealyRealty.com. Browse community data, view hundreds of photos, or take the virtual tour because you're not just looking for an apartment, you're looking for home. SealyRealty.com. Alabama 57 and 9 on the year. Still the most wins of anybody in the nation. Coming off of the loss, 3-2 to Oklahoma, sending them into the loser's bracket here this evening. 
KB Sides, the right fielder, will lead things off. Bailey Hempill, the first baseman, bats second. Kaylee Tao, the designated player, will bat third. Batting fourth, the shortstop, Claire Jenkins. Skylar Wallace, the second baseman, bats fifth. Catching batting sixth is Reagan Dykes. Maddie Morgan, the third baseman, will bat seventh. Mayor Schroeder, the left fielder, batting eighth. And Alyssa Brown, the center fielder, batting ninth. They'll face in the circle for Florida, the right-handed senior from Marietta, Georgia, Kelly Barnhill. Barnhill on the year with a 147 ERA, a 34 and 13 record, making her 52nd appearance and 45th start of the year. Wow. She has 29 complete games. She's thrown 286 in the third innings, giving up 147 hits, 64 runs, 60 of those earned. She's walked 79, struck out a mere 358. The opponents batting 150 against Barnhill on the year. If you have listened to us, you know the scouting report by now. Rise ball on three planes, high 60s, low 70s, but that drop ball's been effective for her in the postseason. KB side steps in, fouls the first pitch back for strike one. The right fielder, KB sides. Batting 305 on the year, 65 of 213 with 50 runs scored, nine doubles, two triples, three homers, 36 runs driven in. Struggled, struggled against Oklahoma, went 0 for 3 with three strikeouts. But we know about the rivalry between these two. <laughs> Sides is hitting 440 in this NCAA tournament and a 3 for 10 year with two RBIs and a home run against Florida. The 0-1 misses low and away, one ball and one strike. We were talking to KB before we left the team room earlier today, and she was pretty excited to yeah. get to go up against Kelly Barnhill again. Of course, if you've seen the GIF, you know about the epic stare down between these two back in Gainesville. It's been a tough battle each time these two have faced off. The 1-1 is inside. Gets away from Roberts behind the plate. Two balls and one strike. Yeah, it's been an interesting matchup with Barnhill and Sides this year. Sides hitting the go-ahead home run in game three to help finish off the sweep of the Gators in Gainesville by Alabama. Then the hit by pitch. And then in the SEC tournament, it was Barnhill striking out sides to end the game to win the tournament title. The 2-1. That one is lined to right. That's going to fall for a base hit and get all the way to the wall. Sides rounds first, heads to second. And that's a leadoff double for KB Sides. And boy, is she fired up on the second base bag. And that's a great way to get things started if you're Alabama. Well, great job by Sides attacking the pitch. If you get ahead of Kelly Barnhill, she's going to leave some balls over the plate. That's a rise ball that just doesn't have the jump. And Sides able to rope it all the way down the right field line. I'm telling you, there's. I don't know if I've ever seen the team this confident before a game before. There was just something about Alabama today, and what a chance here with Hempill at the plate and the defensive shift here on for the Gators as well. Now three infielders on the left side of the dirt. Bailey Hempill steps in. The first pitch outside for ball one. Hempill on the year, batting 378, 68 of 180, 41 runs scored, eight doubles, 25 homers, 79 runs driven in. Tied for the Alabama single season mark with 25 homers, one behind Marissa Runyon for the all-time RBI lead. That one's high, 2-0 in a single season. Also on the year for Hemphill, she's walked 57 times and is on a 38-game on-base streak, which hitting, did extend against Oklahoma. Hitting 500 in this postseason tournament. That one's high, and it gets all the way to the backstop. Moving over to third on the wild pitch is KB Sides, and 
Barnhill looks a little bit rattled here to start things off. It almost looked like they were intentionally walking Hemphill that time because Roberts was up and moved over to her right, and Barnhill just missed her. Yeah. And this is uh, seven pitches, and maybe one of them have been good from Kelly Barnhill so far. I agree with you. She looks rattled, and I think they're going to keep with the intentional walk here to Hemphill. Which is understandable, hitting 500 in the tournament and 500 this year against Florida. And yeah, the 3-0 is high and away for ball four, so the walk is issued to Hemphill. Runners now on the corners with nobody out. To start things off for the Crimson Tide, no score here in the bottom of the first inning, and we're going to see an early visit in the circle for the Gators. This is... The 78th all-time meeting between these two teams. Alabama leads the all-time series 40 to 37. Bama swept Florida and Gainesville during the regular season. And the Gators beat the Tide in the SEC tournament finals by a final score of two to one. Fifth all-time meeting in the Women's College World Series. And Florida has won all four of the previous meetings. So not the best track record for the Crimson Tide against these Gators here in OKC, but an opportunity to change that. This has been a team for Alabama that has snapped many a streak and hoping to do so right here against Florida as Kaylee Tao will now step to the plate with nobody out. Runners on the corners. Tao on the year, batting 314. Barnhill looks in. The first pitch. Fouled off. No balls and one strike. 55 of 175 is Tao, 57 runs scored, 12 doubles, a triple, nine homers, and 58 runs driven in. For the sophomore Tao. Kaylee was 0 for 3 with two strikeouts against OU on Thursday. Barnhill looks in, the 0-1 pitch. Fouled off at the plate. No balls and two strikes now on Tao. Still looking for Tao to really make a significant impact in this NCAA tournament. Hitting just 204 of 20. And against the Gators this year, a 273 average. But this is the first time all Women's College World Series they've had a runner in scoring position, or allowed one has Florida. Can Alabama take advantage? The 0-2 is hammered to deep right field. Way back. Way gone. Three-run shot for Kaylee Tao. And the Crimson Tide has an early 3-0 lead here in the bottom of the first as Tao sprints and jumps on the home plate. Wow, what a shot by Tao. Most confident swing I've seen from Kaylee Tao in weeks. Honestly, <laughs> just absolutely attacking Barnhill. We've talked about how sometimes when she waits for pitches to come to her that can lead to missing some good ones. That's a rise ball right over the middle that actually jumps pretty well, but Tao just attacks it and launches it out to right field. Little disappointed we didn't see a little extracurricular activity from Tao. We had, we had a, a point. We did. We have a point. One, we yes. did have a point, but man, oh man! There, I told you, Tom, there was something different. You just, yeah. you just felt like this team was as confident against who they were playing as they've been all year long. Boy, what a, what a blast! What a start from the top of this order for Alabama. Tenth home run of the season for Tao and Tuscaloosa Toyota RBIs: 59, 60, and 61. First pitch to Claire Jenkins is high for ball one. 
And this is where, if you're Florida, you're really hurting that you don't have an Alicia Casio yeah. or a Delaney Gurley to go to because if if we were last year, Acasio is probably already in this game. Yeah, but maybe. But they don't started. have anyone to yeah. turn right. to here. The 1-0 pitch to Jenkins. A check swing foul ball. One ball and one strike on Claire Jenkins, a junior from Coleman, who's batting 235, 38 of 162, 42 runs scored, five doubles, a triple, 13 homers, and 31 runs driven in. And she was the significant part of the offense against Oklahoma on Thursday as she was two for three with a home run, an RBI, and two runs scored. Is that one on a check swing? She did not go two and one. Yeah, just two for 16 in the NCAA tournament, but we knew her time was coming, and those two hits against OU were really telling, looking for her second hit against Florida this year. But she has walked a good bit against the Gators, a couple of walks this season. The 2-1 pitch is swung on and missed, two and two. So we see an usher in the bright yellow or green shirt heading toward the Bama section to hand that home run ball over. What a shot by Kaylee Tao. Crazy. The 2-2 two -two is high and outside. Three balls and two strikes now on Claire Jenkins. 3-0 Alabama. Bottom of the first. Still nobody out. Just what a job by Alabama coming out. You know, sometimes when you've been sitting around a while playing Family Feud, it's hard <laughs> to be game ready. But Alabama has just been focused since the first pitch. Here comes a 3-2. Jenkins on a check swing did not go. And she draws the walk. So, so far here, the first four batters for Alabama, a double, a walk, a three-run homer, and a walk off of Kelly Barnhill. You mentioned Kelly being unbeatable, quote-unquote, in the NCAA tournament. Has a .93 ERA in the postseason, but against Alabama, 19 and a third innings pitched coming into the day. Ten hits, seven runs, five earned, 13 walks is the big number. She's walked a lot of tied batters. Skylar Wallace pulls back a bunt, takes a called strike, no balls and one strike. On Wallace, who was one of the uh, uh, part of the SEC All-Tournament team. As the Alabama had three players on a team, none of them more than a sophomore. Wallace pulls that bunt back and takes another strike. No balls and two strikes on Wallace. Yeah, four of 11 against Florida this year. That's a 364 average. RBI home run triple. And in the NCAA tournament, hitting 294. Pretty solid mark for a freshman doing all this for the first time. The 0-2 is low, one ball and two strikes. Wallace on the year batting 303, 47 of 155, 37 runs scored, six doubles, two triples, six homers, 30 runs driven in. Goes 0 for 1 with two walks against the Sooners. The 1-2 pitch. That ball is lifted to deep left field, but ranging back and making the catch on the warning track is Caraway. Jenkins has to sprint back to first. There's one gone as Wallace gave that one a ride that just kept on going. Might have got caught up a little bit in the wind. This is the first time here this week that we've seen the wind. It's blowing out to left field. There's one away, ringing up Reagan Dykes. You might see some kind of change for Florida as Tim Walton's out there working on things. And I think the question was, did Jenkins leave early, I guess? Yeah, but I guess. either way, that swing by Wallace reminds me a lot of the home run she had in game two against Florida. Just kind of slapped it out there with that little subtle bit of power, but didn't quite have enough. You might be right about the win, Tom. 
Reagan Dykes now steps in the first pitch. Dykes takes it high for ball one. The defensive lineman for Florida, stuff happened so fast, I don't think I gave it to you. Uh, Caraway in left, Voss in center, Hoover in right, Sipos at third, Reynoso at short, Adams at second, Lorenz at first, and Roberts behind the plate. One of the best defenses in America. The 1-0 is high and tight, and that hit. Reagan Dykes on the hand. So she heads down to first, shaking off her right hand. You hit right off her knuckle. But she tells Allison Habits, and they look in and tell AC Ansica that Reagan's all right. So now runners on first and second with one out. Alabama looking to add to the 3 0 lead they have here in the bottom of the first with Maddie Morgan stepping to the plate. This is uh, pretty fun so this far. It's been a good start. First pitch is over the outside corner for a called strike. No balls and one strike on Maddie Morgan. Maddie, who we yesterday on the off day ran into her and her family at the bombing memorial. The 0-1, low and away. One ball and one strike. Morgan batting 285 on the year. 43 of 151, 30 runs scored. Seven doubles, a triple, four homers, and 30 runs driven in. And you mentioned the bombing memorial, Tom. You know, after this pitch, I'll talk a little bit more about that, but it is quite a visit. 1-1 one, one is outside 2-1. and one. If you ever make your way out to Oklahoma City and you have a luxury of a day off like we did, go to that museum. Must, must It is a must-see, 100%. so detailed, so interesting. Um, it, you know, it hurts a little bit to walk through there, but it's definitely worth the visit and uh, worth your time if you're in OKC. 2-1. That ball is lifted to shallow left, ranging over and making the catch is Caraway for out number two. As just just gonna say it the way the way it goes sometimes. Uh, that was the mo one of the more pronounced pro hops I've seen from Barnhill on that particular <laughs> pitch. Not gonna get called in all likelihood. Just no. throwing it out there. Well, if that's not gonna get called, then out of the box shouldn't be called either. Uh -huh. But hey. Two outs, Maris Schroeder steps in. The first pitch to Maris is outside for ball one. Maris Schroeder has yet to have a hit this year against the Florida Gators, 0 for 11. And in the tournament, hitting just 158. But all three of her hits in the postseason have been huge for the Crimson Tide, including two homers. The 1-0 is their first strike, 1-1. One one. Schroeder on the season, batting 242. 45 of 186, 41 runs scored, seven doubles, two triples, 12 homers, 36 runs driven in as Maris Schroeder is the eighth batter of this bottom of the first inning. Alabama with a three spot so far. The 1-1, and that ball is driven to deep left field. That's way back. We're gone. Another three-run homer for the Crimson Tide here in the bottom of the first inning. It's 6-0 Alabama. Holy smokes. Oh. Maris Schroeder, yet to have a hit this year against Florida. Uh, that's changed. Oh, yes. <laughs> that has changed, Tom. Schroeder just gets a hold of a pitch and 
I mean, if you're Florida, do you do you make a pitching? I don't know what you do. Man. This is a, a, a ball right over the plate, but it's curving away. That's not the ball Mara Schroeder typically hits. She loves the high stuff, but that was a curve moving away, and Schroeder just launched it. And we know that Jeff and Marla are here, and yes. they will get that ball. What a moment for the senior Mara Schroeder, and what a first inning for Alabama as Kelly Barnhill in what will probably be her final game at Florida has been chased in the first inning. Tim Walton makes an early AT&T call to the bullpen. We'll tell you about the new pitcher right after this here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Florida coach Tim Walton makes an early AT&T call to the bullpen. Stay connected all season long with AT&T. More for your thing, that's our thing. AT&T is a proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Kelly Barnhill is chased, having gone just two-thirds of an inning, and the new pitcher for the Gators is Elizabeth Hightower. Elizabeth Hightower, this year a 188 ERA, 4-1 record, 18th appearance. She has pitched 59 and two-thirds innings, 48 hits, 19 runs, 16 earned, 17 walks, and 54 strikeouts. Has just thrown a third of an inning in the NCAA tournament, gave up a hit, and we saw her earlier in Gainesville in this series. Melissa Brown steps in, takes the first pitch outside for ball one. Hightower went four and a third in game two. Five hits, two runs, both earned four walks and zero strikeouts. You'll see rise, fastball, change, drop. She's got a higher pace on the staff, and she loves to hit outside of these lefties. Brown takes that for a called strike. One ball and one strike. Line for Kelly Barnhill. Wow. Two-thirds of an inning. Three hits, six runs, all earned, two walks, no strikeouts, 30 pitches, and 14 strikes. Unbelievable. The 1-1 pitch. Brown takes it outside, two balls and one strike. Alyssa Brown, junior from Eclectic, Alabama, batting 326, 62 of 190, 48 runs scored, three triples, and 12 RBIs on the year. The ninth batter of the first inning for Alabama. They lead it 6-0. The 2-1. That's a chopper back to Hightower. She makes a stop to throw overs in time for out number three. And that will do it for Alabama. But what a first inning for the Crimson Tide. Six runs on three hits, no errors, no runners left on base. We played an inning, six nothing Alabama, here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. There you have it. The greatest first inning in Alabama softball history. Is it ridiculous to make that claim? No. <laughs> That's I mean, what it is. I, I mean, it's just, just unbelievable that Alabama was able to do that. And uh, and, and you mentioned you know people jumping up and down. And, and just if you get a chance, and I was on both our Twitters, is on the Out of the Box Twitter account as well, uh, the video that the great Chicago Gump put yes. together of our GoPro vi uh, footage in the booth combined with what was happening in the, in the audio. That, that was what was happening. All that was genuine and real. <laughs> that was we, going on. We ride and die with this team, <laughs> right. literally. Yes. And nothing tops yeah. what, well, but maybe something yeah, does. Maybe so. Because, uh, you know, if you know basic math, number two in a ranking is lower than something that would be number one, right? Yes. Yeah, yes that, is, that is usually how that works. Yes. Thank you. See, I'm, I'm good at this. <laughs> right. And our number one spot, you you know it. I mean, at this point. If it hadn't been mentioned in honorable mentions, you haven't heard it so far, then you know what it is. Process of elimination is a scary thing. Yeah. And this, I'll never forget it, frankly. 
I'll never forget it. I think it's our best collective call. Yeah. I think it's the best game in terms of just pure softball ability and talent and evenness I've ever seen. And it was a moment that just left you speechless. Yeah. And almost uh, literally for, yes. <laughs> for for a little bit, but um, I couldn't have been more proud of the team, even if they had won the World Series. Mm-hmm. The way that the way that this game, the number one happened, and uh, everything that led up to it, just the, speechless on right now talking about it. It's I know. Just, you know the uh, the way the 2019 season, you know, came to a head in Oklahoma City, finished off by the number one play that you're going to hear next time. Just how special of a group. Uh, team 23 was how special of a season 2019 was and uh, we're going to be looking ahead to team 24 and what 2020 and has a definite chance and possibility uh and expectations maybe even to be even better but i don't think you should not appreciate what happened in 2019 just it's it's amazing it was too much fun yeah and and to to finish it off what we're going to finish it off with next time is going to be really really cool yeah so you've made it this far listener you might as well stick around because number one's a doozy that's coming up next time here on out of the box the one-two pitch Hempill with a drive to deep center field that one's back and that one's gone three-run homer for bailey Hempill. that breaks the alabama record for both home runs and RBIs in a single season, and it is a party here in OKC. It's 15 to nothing, Alabama.